This podcast has been brought to you by BrokeBlackBougie.com, the only place where we get real about our brokenness, blackness, and bougie-ass lifestyles. All right, all right, here we are, knocking out these episodes, getting to have these real-ass conversations about brokenness and living in Brokeland. And today, lordy, lordy, I've been surfing a lot on... um, Social media, isn't that weird? I say surfing as if social media is a search engine, but in a way it is because you're, you know, it's a, a way that we access information, and we're also finding things. Whether it's finding clips that remind us of, um, certain episodes or reenactments of certain things we've seen, it's definitely a way to search shit and find stuff um on the internet but i recently came across a posting or was it a posting um yeah it was it was a post and it was talking about money the concept of money um buying buying happiness like money can't buy happiness uh and I follow a lot of debt-free communities because I really believe in the idea of surrounding yourself by people who are, number one, doing better than you, or number two, following in the path that you wish wish to follow, but you're just not necessarily there yet. And one of those, um, what I do often on social media, especially on Um, the Broke Black Bougie Instagram is I follow pages that, you know, give me inspiration or or, or I'm following the lives of individuals who are paying down debt, um, their stories as to why they're paying down debt. You know, some of them got caught up in financial issues in terms of like dealing with credit card debt, um, student loan debt, um, car, 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 car debts, or well, debt for their cars, whatever. I don't own a car, but yeah. Um, and having to pay these off and then just really getting into a phase where they don't want to literally be a slave to anybody. They don't want to be held down financially by anybody. So they're going on this debt-free journey in order to build wealth. And what I learned from these people is just, it's such an encouraging space to be in, um, especially when you see that in order to build wealth um, and, and secure a foundation for yourself, it's really not about how much money you're making in the grand scheme of things, it's how you control the money that you have. Um, And everybody experience is different, of course, but I just learned a lot from from the debt-free community. So um, one of my favorite accounts to watch is uh, Debts to to Riches. Um, And I came up on a post because the individual posted a Twitter a Twitter, um, a tweet of 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 the individual who said 
says, saying money can't buy you happiness is like saying food won't make you happy. Food doesn't bring happiness to those already fed, but it does bring joy to the starving. And Depths to Riches said, you know, this. Wow. So much this. I'm not happy every day, but I can tell you that I am much happier overall than I was three years ago when I had six figures in student loans and wasn't making as much money. Money doesn't buy happiness is a great quote, but honestly, there are limits. Money might not add happiness for people who already have a stable financial life, but it sure does add happiness for those people who don't. I'm happier now that I have a full-time job. I'm happier that I can see a light at the end of the tunnel with my debts. I'm happier owing nothing on my credit cards. I'm happier being able to buy food and pay rent without stress. Did money alone add that happiness for me? No, but for real, it was like 80% of it. Money makes space for happiness by decreasing stress. And when I read this, I thought about, well, for so many of us, we like to say that, you know, it's not all about the money. It's not all about the money. You know, money isn't everything, blah, blah, blah. And I used to think, you know, this is this is some bullshit. Um, because I always go back to Drake's quote, niggas with no money act like money isn't everything. I sit here and I think about, like, a lot of us say, you know, I want to be able to make money and I also want to be able to do what I love. But when we really look at doing what we love and being able to make money, nobody wants to do what they love and be broke. Right. Nobody wants to struggle to make ends meet for the rest of their life or always have a um, unhealthy relationship with money and not be able to manage their finances. No one wants to be in a position where they can't provide for themselves or their future family members, nor can they build a foundation for themselves that is, one, um, healthy, right? And two, they have a cushion that they can fall, fall back on. Because all of us in this world, you know, we're moved by money one way or, or, or another. We like to work. We like to work jobs that pay us. You know, we like to make sure that we're being compensated for the work that we do. And if that was the case, being broke wouldn't be so such a negative thing. You know, if money didn't buy happiness or not, not, not let me say buy happiness, didn't bring happiness, money, you know, or, or, or financial stability wouldn't be something that we strive for. It wouldn't be something that um, we see seek to achieve because it's just oh it's a random thing you know it's just um money money the how can I explain it basically money itself is just like it'll just be some random ass it as random as a brush to brush your hair it'll just be like all right whatever but the way money moves in the society and is able to be used as the tool to open up doors to other things, other avenues, other opportunities, um, you know, we really rely on funds to uh, get us to reach our financial goals. So after reading that post, I decided that I wanted to talk today about 
money and its role ro- money and in its role in happiness in broke land um simply because i think a lot of us you know have the game fucked up and how we look at how money makes us us happy um or how it how it just adds to our mental wellness you know a lot of us have the game fucked up as to how we look at money's role in our lives so I want to talk about it today just because you know from my perspective as a 23 year old number one um finishing out my second degree and really assessing how much money plays a role in my life and a lot of my friends lives around me uh, I think it's something that we need to to talk about, especially because millennials, you know, we look at money and we're just like, oh, you know, what can money do for me? You know, how can I make sure I maximize not only my experiences, but my coins, you know, because we, we want to dedicate ourselves to that bag, but we want to make sure our bag is straight. That was JT from City Girls, from the City Girls documentary, Point Blank Period, um, that was just released, I want to say, a, a, a few days back, and JT was talking about her experience, you know, well, her her committing fraud and, like, thinking about the regrets that she ha- that she has like she has regrets but then she do- doesn't have regrets and she's just like well at the end of the day like who want to be broke you know and the reason why I decided to 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 play that clip no I don't own the rights to it um but it, it it's so important for the conversation that we're having today right because when we think about People who are low on funds, people who you know trying to make they trying to make their ends meet, trying to make those funds clap connect um, individuals who are just trying to, to 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 do the best that they can oftentimes many of us um the 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 idea is that many of us understand that being broke leaves a strain. You know, there's 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 a strain. You're not able to do what you want to do. You're not able to get up and go as you please. You're not able to have certain experiences that you want because financially you're not where you need to be. And so when you ask the question who want to be broke realistically nobody wants to be broke because so many times like our society teaches us that um not being able to make your ends meet or not being able to live a life where you can have a sufficient meal um that is fulfilling for you or not being able to uh <sighs> excuse my yawn y'all not being able to 
Just do what the fuck you want to do without worrying about your finances your um or or, or be, being broke is not fucking fun and i couldn't agree more because again when we ask the question who want to be broke you got to look at the people around you. You got to look at your relationship with money. And you really got to sit there and ask the question, like, do you want to be broke? What does brokenness look like for you? And how does you being broke affect the way you are happy or perceive your happiness? Somebody made a great point. You know, because earlier I talked about the Depth to Riches post that was um, on on Instagram. And, you know, somebody underneath, they said, ooh, when I tell you they said a word, they, 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 they said a word. And they, they were basically explaining people who say money doesn't buy happiness don't understand the value of having financial peace. Not staying up late into the night worrying about bills and worrying how I'm going to make it all work is pure peace. And I think the pure peace part is what warms my heart the most. Because when we look at the role of how money operates in our society... It is something that we all reach for, right? We want to be financially straight. We want to be happy. Um, And it's not necessarily about how money makes us happy or makes us feel. Um, Rather, it's about how our funds develop peace for us. You know, Like, like how does it bring peace? Because when you're broke and you just don't have it like your peace can be disturbed because not only are you not able to do the things that you really desire to do or you want to do you just don't have the means to do much right and I spoke earlier in the podcast about like um when you know when my father was uh when my father was dealing with you know his financial challenges he would always tell us, you know, just save your money or you can't do anything without money. And it wasn't necessarily like, damn, you really can't do anything without money, but it was just like you're limited, you know, and if you don't want to be limited, save. But not spending or just putting shit in your savings account, you know, I mean, I'm like I said, I didn't really take much away from that. Um as a youngster because it was like well you can't just talk at me you have to talk and teach me you know what exactly does that mean um and oftentimes as a as a child what I saw was that there was there was there was peace right but most of the time in our household when we would have 
financial issues or um, we would be dealing with stress by not being able to pay bills and stuff. There was a disruption of peace in the household. And it changed the energy and how we related to one another, the type of conversations that would be had or not had in the home. Um, And us just looking at our situation, trying to figure out how do we get back into um, a rut again. Like, how can we get the fuck out of this uh, struggle bus? Because it was like every other week we were back on it. And the moments where peace did come, you know, peace came when we did not have to go through peace came when we we when we weren't consistently going through financial setbacks which was very rare but when you know bills excuse me when bills weren't piling up back to back when um when we had like tax season tax season was coming around and it was just like oh, we finally get a break we we you know we as a family we get coins back but but we get a break and to some people they, and we get taxed up every year you know people some kids I went to school it would be like that but just like having a tax refund it would would just give us a break or or a little um like getting a check early around holiday season that would give us a little break. And it brought peace into the household because we weren't stressing trying to figure out where our next meal was coming from. We weren't stressing trying to figure out, all right, RNG is going to come and, and, and cut the lights off on this day. Or, you know, we need to figure out how to straight, scrape up, you know, money to, 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 to make sure that this bill was paid. It brought a lot of peace into our lives to know that we didn't have to worry about those type of things. But why we didn't have to worry about financial peace, right? And just having peace in our lives for those few seconds. Um, that also transcended into us having anxiety. Because while we had peace, right? And usually we're very anxious when we're stressed and we're under, especially when we're when we're financially stressed. And now it's like we have have financial peace, and now we're a little bit more happier. And now the anxiety kicks in. Like, how long is this gonna last? Because our bodies were so used to dealing with the trauma of like, okay, we have funds to prepare for a rainy day. The rainy day may come tomorrow, it may come next week, but we just know that that rainy day is coming. So while my body, I laugh when I say this, was getting prepared to go starving again for for, 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 for a few more days, it just would not know how to deal with not having to, to deal with the stress that my body normally went through. You know, because when you're a kid and you go through... um. What did I say? You go through food insecurity and you go through financial stress and this concept of, you know, money would, would, would money, ha- you know, having some funds right now would, would solve, solve my problems. You realize that the moment um, you are on a like a stress free, free wave and that you're not dealing with so much um 
you're not dealing with so much stress. Your body doesn't know how to react to it because it's like I'm so used to going through stress. I don't really know how to adapt to being stress-free, especially because the environment that I live in, I know that there might be a 97% chance that this is not going to last for that long. So I really appreciated the person who made that post because it's so real. You know, it's not the concept of money bringing happiness. It's the financial peace that just comes with having your shit together and in order. And I guess when we look at, like, how how does money bring bring happiness into our lives we can look at the role that money plays in like how do we find peace and brokenness right literally how do we find peace and brokenness um for the past few episodes i've talked about the challenges that i face um in brokeland uh that i faced as a child and even my sister expressing how she faced and was so so aware of certain um, experiences that we would have as children and how that impacted us into finding peace in Brooklyn as adults. But the reality of the situation, right, is is it possible that if we are broke, we can't be at peace? Or we can't learn how to weather our, our 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 storms, or is it that we don't know how to weather? Is it like, what what does that look like? People don't post when they're doing bad. A bitch ain't posting old shit. I'm broke. People don't post when they're doing bad. A bitch ain't posting old shit. I'm broke. Well, shit then. You damn right people don't be posting when they doing bad when we often look at social media we see postings of people like oh i just obtained a new job position oh i just graduated from high school oh i just graduated from college oh i'm starting my own business oh i just got funded for a b c d e f g oh my god guys i'm gonna be traveling like, nobody posts pictures of their bad days. Nobody posts pictures of them sitting, looking at the same four walls, 24-7, depressed. Nobody's posting that they're hungry. And I don't mean the type of hungry, like, oh, you hangry, but you're able to 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 get a meal. I'm talking about, like, I didn't have shit to, to eat today. I'm rationing out my food because... I'm struggling financially. Nobody's posting, you know, I got fired on my day off. Nobody's posting, uh, damn, you know, everything in my life right now is not going as it should be because we post pictures to solidify or show that something's going good, that we're leveling up. The better the quality the photo, the more it looks or appears that we're, we're, we're leveling up. From how we dress, how we how we look, how we promote ourselves, how we go about looking financially 
just looking like we financially fit, you know. I just graduated from college, but I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a come back. Next time I come back, I got to be in a suit and look like everything's all together, you know, and be presentable even though some shit is not going where, where, where it needs to go. I want to look like I got everything in order. You know, that's how we move. We move like that. Um, and the saddest thing is that for many of us, we... When, when we we're trying to find peace, right? So, a lot of us go to social media to put out peace or put out energy, um, or to you know give updates as to what's going on in our lives. But many of us forget that. Really, I don't want to attack social media because I think social media can be a beautiful thing, but. That doesn't necessarily mean that everything is, is is put together perfectly. And just because we're smiling or we have pictures that are, are, are smiling or it looks like everything is, is together, that we ourselves are 100% at peace. So I guess my question is, like, how do we find peace even when we're broken? Or should I just say broke, not broken? Because um, when we're in the struggle, oftentimes we have a lot of stress. And so how do we find it? For me, I know that if I'm dealing with fin- fin- financial, uh, a financial setback or, you know, or I'm trying to figure out how how my money looking funny I have to figure out what I need to adapt what behaviors I need to adapt to make sure that I'm not in a financial bind so whether that means one being able to um, identify my spending spending habits how I spend my money two how much money I have coming in three the things that I want or the things that I need what do I need to do it could be the difference between me going into a store, putting a whole bunch of shit in my cart, and deciding at the end, girl, do you need this shit or do you want this shit? Or me walking out with everything just because at that time I can purchase it. I don't necessarily need to purchase it, but I can purchase it. It can be the difference of me feeling down when I'm broke or feeling happy. You know, because like I said, broke is a temporary state of being. It is not some shit that is permanent. I don't believe that it's permanent. I don't believe that you have to be consistently broke in order to figure out how to be consistently free. I don't. I. 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 I don't believe in those concepts, um, because for so long I've I, I've seen how much brokenness, um, and and being broke can impact your peace. You know. Um, and I think the best way to be broke and, and peaceful is to understand that the situation that you're in is temporary and that if you want to be in a place where you're financially stable and you're not dealing with financial issues, you have to call yourself to understand that everything is temporary and that not only is this not a permanent state of being, but there is a way out of it in that 
those who have been broke, you know, and know and, and knows what it what it feels like to to be broke and to struggle have gotten to a place of tranquility, if that's how you pronounce it, because you know I'm always mispronouncing shit, um, where brokenness is something in the past tense. The, the, that language they don't speak anymore because they've br- br- broken free from it. Um and it's a learning experience that they use to teach other people. Uh I think that's the biggest way to gain peace and also to not compare yourself because let me tell you there are a lot of broke folks flexing. There there are a lot of broke people who feel good and who are broke flexing and who are out here just doing the damn thing or still appearing to to do the damn thing. The 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 idea is that we don't appear to do the damn thing we actually have our picture perfect how we want 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 to have it aligned so it's not the fact that damn all right um everything is not together anymore or or, or oh shit i don't understand what what's going on that's not the that's not the that's not the point it's just that it's aligned now and that's completely fine. It's okay to 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 be working in Brooklyn on your way out of Brooklyn and to be aligned with 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 your goals. All it is called is just alignment. Period. Point blank. That's that that that's all it is. And the reason why I think it's so helpful, especially to 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 think of brokenness in that way. Um, it's because when you're broke and you're broke for so long, you can almost feel like you're a step behind, um, and you're not living your best life, and you going back and forth for these motherfucking creditors, um, you just it it's stressful it's just stress and knowing how to flip that stress into a positive is just knowing that you know shit don't stink forever and shit don't change until you get up and wash your ass so i don't believe or i keep saying this that broke is a permanent state of being. But I do believe, you know, you can't get out of brokenness until you get honest. Like you could say you're tired of being broke 5,000 times, but until you figure out and get to the root of why you're broke. Systemic racism. You know, that shit not going anywhere, you know. Now you got to figure out how to maneuver within systemic racism so that you can get to where you want to go. Because clearly it's just embedded in the root of our country's DNA. That's a whole nother episode, though. <laughs> um, 
you know, you just have to take some uh, some uh, accountability. And for me, mine was just prior, prioritizing. What did I need to prioritize? What did I feel I didn't have in order or that I needed to work on in order to get to where I, I wanted to be financially? You know, um, in order for me to get a, a, a healthy... Um, in order for me to get, in order for me to have a healthy relationship with money, um, it just took some prioritizing and understanding where I came from and where I'm going and and how I look at brokenness, um, and, and its impact on my peace. So I understood that I didn't want brokenness to be... impacting my peace where I feel like I'm so used to being broke that it's okay if I'm broke. <laughs> Sorry, I took that long long pause. I just didn't want to just be dealing with that. Like, it, this shit is impacting my peace too much, you know. I got to get up and wash my ass and try to figure out how can I crawl out of it? And I feel like in the end, it's helped because I'm in a space now where I journal more. I'm journaling more. I'm writing more about my experiences. Um, and I'm talking to myself more uh, in ways that I haven't in a very long, long, long time, and I'm being more transparent with myself, and that's helped me a lot because I've stopped. I'm looking more inward as to how I can reach my goals and focus on what what is making me. Um, happy and secure and I feel like at times you know when I was younger it was very hard for me to do that because it's like I don't want to fucking write like I don't want to fucking write write out about how I'm feeling or how I need to need to do better this that and the third because it's a scary place to be in your own thoughts and you know you you know yourself so well and you're able to read yourself so so well you don't know how to you just don't know how to deal with it but dealing with it makes you a a better person. Dealing with it makes you a better person. So that's how I was able to find my peace in Brooklyn. Now in Boozville, that's a whole nother different story. I think once we become individuals who... um no longer are battling with financial hardships that impede on our peace um, and personal progress, we become at a place where we're not worried about living paycheck to paycheck. We're no longer worried about um, going to sleep, trying to figure out how our bills are going to get paid or trying to figure out who we owe or why our credit score is low or why we're we're just not where we want to be financially when we're not in that place anymore we become 
way more um way more free right and we have more peace because those things are no longer an issue so when i look at life in bougeville to me um financial peace looks like me being able to live and 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 grab the things i want um not materialistic wise because i've never been a label hoe you know label hoe somebody who likes all those labels or i'm just attracted to things because of the name i don't think i've been i haven't been (sighs) excuse me lord i haven't been like that since I want to say middle school, and the only reason why I was a label hole in middle school was because I just didn't have shit that I I just didn't have shit that was like that would would stop me from getting picked on. <laughs> but um, I, I I will be able to move the way I want to move. Right, I could just get up and go. Um, I no longer have debts. Right. Student loan debts, okay, whatever, but not student loan debts that are peed upon me, like, just moving and doing what the fuck I want to do. Like, I don't, not being broke my entire fucking life because I'm worried about paying back off um, this student loan debt, drowning in that shit because it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'll no longer be dealing with, hmm, what, what would I no longer be doing? Credit card debt will be non-existent for me. Um, because I won't have it and I won't have to deal with the struggle of not being able to maintain my finances or, 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 or have it, have it in order, um, because I'm worrying about, all right, I use too much on, on this credit card that I just can't necessarily pay back. Um, it'll look like me being able to travel travel without it tra- traveling without it hurting my wallet it'll look like me being able to provide for my family um but more importantly creating a a path um or a foundation rather that my children future children can um live and thrive off of you know so I look to that as goals, like financial security, but also having a a secure financial future. Um, Owning property, would definitely like to own property, but I would definitely also like to open up a business that, uh, I I don't even, you know what? I would open up a, like a cafe, like a cafe. Kind of like Panera, but not like Panera. Um, that has a focus on feel-good music. To just feel good, you come in, you do your work, you have a good time. It, it'll be like a mixture between, oh, I want to go to brunch. or like, mm-mm, I want to go to this cafe to do my work. But to, to have like a, what do they call that? It's like... It, uh, 
I hate saying study break because it's not like, okay, I'm going going for for a study break, but it's like half study, study break. You know, half turn up, you know, like a little turn up session for you. And people just would love to come filter in there to, to do work, but also to get like, you know, I went to the blah, blah, blah today to just chill. I got some work done, met some cool people. Oh, we about to throw on this event. This was a dope ass space. I did it. You know, and I think that'll be dope to bring to communities where, you know, a place like that does not exist that actually has a specific focus on uh, the black community um, that serves bomb ass like cafe food. And you also not only get to eat healthy shit, you know, and healthy, tasty shit, but you also, you know, it's a space for you to do work or to to everybody congregates and, you know, put on events. So something like that would be dope. I don't know. I just have a lot of ideas. And I think, you know, what peace looks to me now is very different from what peace look, look, looked like as an 11-year-old or a 12-year-old or even me being 18 trying to find peace. Peace for me last year is very different from what peace for me this year looks like. But what I can say is um, no matter how I look at peace, my peace consistently evolves and changes. But a big component of me having peace and just being able to be calm, cool, and collective, um, a lot of that is making sure that my finances is just not out of whack. Because when that's out of whack, I feel like the, everything else is out of whack. My whole equilibrium be off. And I don't even know if that's the right word to use for it. But it just, I just be thrown off. And it just feels good not having to worry about shit that just should bring peace to you. You know, it just feels good not having to worry or having one less worried about something because it's in every everything is aligned. You know, when your alignment is right, you be you be I. Right. Um and thinking back to the the tweet um that depths depths to riches post posted um that nothing could be more true. Um what is true, you know, is that my idea of happiness and what brings me peace might be different from what brings you peace, you know, because it's different from different for different people. Um, but who being financially strapped? I don't give a fuck who or who it has. I don't I don't care who is saying what. For 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 cash does not make anybody health happy. Shit, healthy too. Healthy, happy. It doesn't make anybody happy. Um, but finding your peace is, is very important. And I hope that like in looking in my peace and in, in, in Bougeville, I'm able to I'm able to continue to write and look back and, and progressing and be able to help others. You know, help help others make it from broke land to to Bougeville. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode um, of the Broke Black Bougie podcast. 
As always, I want to sincerely thank each and every one of you for every like, every comment, every word of inspiration, every um, bit of hello, goodbye, uh, continue doing what you're doing. Um, shoot, shout out to my mama. I just want to, can, can we just do that? Just shout out to my mama because my sister, ooh, I should get her for this, but I didn't want my mom to hear the podcast just yet. I wanted to talk to her about it first before introducing it to her, but my sister sat down with my mom and showed her, you know, we had her listen to, you know, a few episodes and they had a really discussion of, of, about it. And my mom was just like, yo, I'm so happy for you. I don't give a damn if it's one person listening or you got 10,000 people listening. And I'm just proud that you're able to talk about your experiences. And, you know, she had a good conversation with my sister and she was telling her how it just it's amazing how, you know, the parents don't really realize how much children pick up on what the parents are going through. And she was laughing at, you know, some of the jokes I made um, about some of the things she would say to us in Brooklyn when we were growing up. Um, And it just warmed my heart to know that my mom, you know, was just so supportive um, of us taking, you know, some dark times and making light of our experiences and sharing our stories just to help other people through. So thank you to my mother Thank you to the supporters who started with me. Thank you to individuals who have seen me transition my Instagram like 5,000 times. I'm trying to find my voice, trying to figure out a way to service people, but at the same time, remain true to my broke, black, bougie ass. Um, and also, like, try to share stories. Like, my insecure reviews, thank you for those who always comment. Be like, yeah, Chadi, I feel you on that one. Uh, thank you for those who have just stuck around um since the beginning of me even being so afraid or or trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to like you know ain't nobody gonna come to you if they can't find you and me just going public with this just thank you for those who every like every compliment every interaction just thank you um, because it lets me know that people understand what broke black bougie is, but that there's a voice and there's a reason that people connect to it because everybody has this, these experiences um, of understanding what it means to be a black person, to be struggling between being broke um, and struggling between being bougie and, you know, trying to make it to the land of bougie as fuck, but dealing with broke land and just you know, having these experiences, it's it's very interesting because everybody's experience in Brooklyn is different. Um, But shout out to just the black assness of it. Um, I love you all. If you have enjoyed this episode or, you know, you want to chime in about your experiences too or, you know, answer the question of can money buy happiness, um... Or, or, you know, is it true or, or to just chime in on your perception of, of, of what that means, please, please, please hit up Broke Black Bougie Girls at gmail.com. Um, be sure to, as always, follow Broke Black Bougie on Instagram 
like Broke Black Bougie on Facebook. Follow Broke Black Bougie on Twitter. I always say this. The Broke Black Bougie on Twitter is Broke, um, Broke Black B-L-A-K. We're missing a C, I know. Um, bougie. Straight as it's regularly spelled. B-O-U-G-I-E. I look forward to hearing from you all soon. I can't wait to chat with you all again. Please forgive me for my little delay. But you know, we made it do what it do. So thank you so much. Till next time.